Hey, Mind Pump listeners, this month, enroll in any MAPS bundle, that's either the Sexy Athlete Bundle, the Build Your Butt Bundle, or nine months of exercise programming, RGB Bundle. Oh, the best deal. And you can pick any guide absolutely free, but that's not all. You'll also get a free MAPS t-shirt. What? Of your choice. Here's what you do. You enroll in any MAPS bundle, then you email admin at mindpumpmedia.com, let them know your shirt size, your address, and which guide you want, and we'll hook you up. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey, Mind Pump listeners. You're about to hear us talk to uh, two guys, two of the most fascinating dudes I've ever talked to who have a very interesting um, product. It's uh, Very cool. Very, very cool. It's hard to explain. You actually have to listen to the episode, but it has to do with designing music in a particular way to change uh, brainwave patterns, to change brain activation. And they've actually got some pilot studies that demonstrate that what they're doing actually works. They got very popular in a short period of time, all by word of mouth. And our good friend Kyle Kingsbury swears by them. Um, and I can't wait to try this. Well, I believe they even out. said too on their website. You can go to you can go to their website, right? And you can actually j- get like ten free trials or something like that, For right? Free, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's and I, the response from people is ridiculous. I was reading through the reviews; they literally had like five hundred like five star reviews. It's crazy. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Um, it's you got to go to brain.fm uh, online. So it's www.brain.fm, or you can go. It's an app on your iPhone. So if you have an iPhone, it's an app that you can get. Uh, and the two guys you're going to hear us talking to are the one of them is the the creator and the other one's his partner, Adam Hewitt and uh, Jened Kalmati. So without any further ado, uh, here's Mind Pump interviewing the uh, the guys that run Brain FM. I like your tattoo. What is that? Oh, thanks. Uh, so um, you know, whenever you go into like the pharmacy or whatever, uh, you'll see. Um, it's usually got snakes that yeah, wrap yeah. around it. It's called the caduceus. Mm. And instead of snakes, I have uh, brain waves or audio waves. Oh, kinda, fuck, yeah. that's sick. That's pretty Thanks, clever. Man. God like damn it. it. Did you get that recently? Uh, a couple years ago. Really? When you started uh, Brain FM? Oh, no, no. Uh, I've been doing this for uh, almost 14 years now. Oh, wow. shit. You've been doing uh, that for that long? Yeah. So I, I figured after you know 12 years, I should probably commit to it in a, in a bodily way. Uh, <laughs> A physical way, so but but this is a kind of my most visible tattoo, and I get a lot of compliments on it, even though and, and explaining it, people are like badass. So you so. wait, you waited almost fourteen years before you got the tattoo. Oh no, no, I have I have other tattoos. No, but, but I mean of the of your company. Oh yeah, just because yeah. I thought I thought Justin rushed it. He went out and got a low back a Mad Mike, like literally within a year of we, yeah, we were right there. In my ass crack. Commitment. Yes. Yeah, Commitment. I thought that, and I thought that was a little early. Adam got his. He got M and P. Never too early. M P on either butt cheek, and then when he bends over, it says mind pump. Yeah, yeah. so it's oh, yeah. You get to find that. it. You get to find it by yeah. spreading. Yeah. I, I waited. I waited till we hit a million listeners though before yeah. I, did that. I wasn't. I wasn't stupid. Yeah. So I I want you just start. Let's start off. I want you guys to explain to us, uh, you know, maybe your elevator pitch or whatever, what Brain FM is. I'm familiar somewhat with like binaural beats and that kind of stuff, but I know you're, you guys are way different. Yeah, way different. Way different. Yeah. So ex- yeah. explain it a little bit. Yeah. We're, Go for it, Janine. Yeah, we're completely unrelated to binaural beats, but what we are basically doing is that we're making music that's designed for the brain to influence your mental state within a few minutes. So we're combining music with auditory neuroscience 
to influence cognitive states. Really? Yes. And now, so this obviously works. For, for focus, for sleep, for meditation, for relaxation, and for naps. We started off with these. Now, how does, so how does this work? How do you test this? How do you even develop you know, sounds and music that, that do this? Uh, what's that process look like? Well, um, there was this, uh, and you, you mentioned binaural beats, and um, we are completely unrelated to that because we use music, and we'll, mm. we'll get into all that. Um, but there's this phenomenon called entrainment. Okay. And um, whenever I started doing this back in uh, 2003, um, it was not a, a very accepted uh, concept. But the concept is that you can use music, you can use sound to affect the brain. Um, and uh, what, what you'll see is you'll see uh, 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 music is being played and then the brain will actually have a corresponding change that you can see on an EEG or an MRI. Mm. And um, whenever, uh, in, in 2003, whenever I first started doing this, um, yeah, no, nobody really uh, was uh, actually researching this seriously. Uh, nobody was really taking it seriously. See, that, that blows me away because it's, it's um, obviously music has an effect on the brain or sounds do. I, I mean, I know yeah. I feel different when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that it, it definitely has a a more indirect effect, which is really interesting. Um, I, one of my first EEGs, I put it on my then girlfriend and, um, she, I, I was playing some music that I liked and that she didn't like. Um, and, uh, Death her, metal. Her, like Metallica, you, you saw, yeah, yeah you, you saw her, uh, auditory cortex lighting up as normal. Um, but, uh, whenever I played a song that she liked, you'd see, you saw the whole brain change. She saw alpha patterns. You saw, cause she was, enjoying it and it, it had it had it had memories associated with it wow so oh, wow um but what we're talking about with entrainment is a direct effect okay. so um in uh 2005 i ended up creating a way to integrate entrainment into music itself and basically what we can do is i can produce a, a rhythm that corresponds to a brainwave pattern and you can actually see that pattern in the brain. Do you discover this through trial and error, or do you have? A, is there like a particular pattern that you work off of that's proven to show a particular type of influence? I mean, this this is fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, any inventor or any scientist that uh, says they don't use trial and error is lying. Of course. I mean, it's it's all trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but we do, yeah, we do have very uh, specific protocols that we use now um, that have been proven just over the thirteen years that we've been doing this to uh, help people focus, and we we test it with EEGs, and now and recently we we tested it with an fMRI. Oh wow! Um, what did it, you guys see? Oh, it's it's incredible. I mean, we saw um, changes all across the brain um, in areas that you know, like the frontal lobe, like you wouldn't think. Okay, we can affect the frontal lobe with audio but you saw uh we saw changes that were very much related to attention and uh, we're going to be putting that up on the Mm. website real soon so So explain the frontal lobe uh and why that was surprising because i think a lot of our listeners might not know you know why that's a surprising thing i mean yeah 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 well the um the auditory cortex is kind of i mean you can kind of think of it as near the ears um it's it's in the temporal lobe, which is kind of, you know kind of midbrain and nearer to the ears than the frontal lobe. So, 
whenever we're talking the, and the frontal lobe is just like you can think of it as kind of your forehead mm-hmm. right and um, it has to do with attention and your sense of self and uh, predicting um, what's going to happen later um, it's it's what is commonly said to make us the most human and it's mm-hmm. the um, part of our brain that's uh, the youngest and the most um, fallible. It's mm. the one that screws up and makes us <laughs> go crazy uh, um, or depressed. Mm. Uh, or conscious side, right? Would you say that? Would you say that? Would you say it's like your conscious side? Well, yeah, it, I, I would, I would or say Or aware that of it, your it, consciousness. Yeah, a, awareness. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely trying to find the seed of the consciousness. But um, it, uh, if, you, if you had to put it anywhere... Yeah, probably the frontal lobe would be uh, so. But um, you wouldn't think that um, audio would directly affect the frontal lobe simply because of proximity. Mm. Um, So you've got the auditory cortex, which is, again, near the ears, not anywhere near the forehead. But we see activity everywhere. Wow. Now, now when you're playing these these beats uh, to people, when you're playing this music to people, and you're seeing these patterns in their brain. Um, is it also correlating to how what what they perceive they feel? In other words, if there's a part of the brain that lights up, uh, you know, that's maybe uh, connected to, you know, relaxation or focus. Are they then coming out of it saying, "I feel relaxed and focused"? Is it, or is it just something you see on the on the measuring devices? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you you feel it. That's um, that's really the um, you know the great advantage that we have and just um something that's really getting people excited because if you if you simply try it out you're going to feel it and and that that includes focus i mean relaxation's always been something easy to you know to a certain extent if you close your eyes and listen to enya right mm-hmm. okay you're going to feel you're you're closing your eyes for one thing sure you know you're and you're you're remaining stationary so you're going you're going to feel some kind of relaxation. Wow. Um but there are two other things, uh sleep, which is very very impressive and we can talk about that. Um some of the crazy stuff we've done with sleep, it's crazy results. Um but focus, you will actually feel it and here's here's kind of a typical experience. You know, you'll 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 start it and you won't know what uh what really to expect. And um you'll just start working while uh, the music is playing. And then 10 minutes into it, you'll realize I, I, I haven't been doing anything but work this entire time. I haven't thought about Facebook. I haven't, I've just been kind of typing away um, or doing what, you know, coding, whatever kind of uh, work you do. And that's whenever it kind of clicks mm. that this is actually doing something. And, you, and people use it for, uh, you know, half an hour, hour, two hours, and um, they get a lot more work done. And you see changes in the brain, how, and you how, can feel it. How much would you say uh, the genetic component comes in? Like, you know, it's obvious. Like Sal brought up the music, and you know, like we all go to the gym, and like, there's certain music that motivates me. Like, you know, Justin and I will listen to something like Metallica, and Sal will listen to something like mm-hmm. Taylor Swift or yeah, Britney Spears, like that. And yeah, to, <laughs> get in the, to get in the moment. Yanni? Yanni. It's, I'll fucking deadlift everything. Yeah. With so that. you know, is there, is there a genetic piece to that? Like, is it not always just like these types of music will relax you, or the, like it also means too, like for this person, is there a lot of that? Or um, I, it sounds like um, like musical preference. It's kind of like what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like this, that I mean, that, that'd be really interesting if it was genetic. I mean, it's like I, I do like Irish music, pretty Irish, <laughs> but, I, but I was but I grew up with it, so um, mm-hmm. but there has to be a, a, th- there a, is a preference, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, why else would you like polka? You know what I mean? 
I, I like polka. Yeah. <laughs> but All right. you know what's kind of weird about that um, is that uh, we we initially thought that that was going to be a huge uh, component in the system that we had to make all kinds of different genres mm. because um, you know not everybody's going to like electronic, yeah, that's not everybody's going to like classical. The weird thing is, is that um, I made an Irish session just basically for myself. I made a classical session. Um, we have a large variety of sessions, and the classical is within the top five. The Irish is within the top five. Um, it's it's weird, um, and it maybe it's because of the way the AI is kind of arranging things, or it's simply the results that you get. And these are not these are not boring tunes either. They engage you, but they're not distracting. Um, so we actually haven't had a problem with preference, but science. Uh, uh, there's been many studies that have said that musical preference. Now, hold on, you said AI. Let's stop mm. there for a second. What do you mean by that? What's the role of artificial intelligence in what you're doing? Is this Skynet in our ears? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh my God! It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the AI. I, I had to make. Uh, I had to create an AI. It took me about five months. Um, to actually kind of compose the music and um, arrange it because it's not just, and we're talking about binaural beats. Binaural beats are just just a tone. Mm-hmm. It was just two tones that are kind of offset. Um, what we're doing is actually integrating this into music, and that's that's a whole different beast. Of course. Um, so if you think about, you know, music uh, involves um, not only drums, which are beats in themselves, you know, so I have to arrange all these drums and everything has to synchronize with millisecond precision but also every note is an auditory event and every piece of the music every for example a raindrop um, we have rain sounds and every single raindrop has to be synchronized with the brainwave that we're trying to induce wow. at that Holy time shit. are you going to so. take over movies with this or what like this sounds no. like it'd be amazing <laughs> yeah. to have like Dude, the soundtrack you, it affects like my well, whole I'd, experience. I'd, buy I'd, more popcorn right? oh you would uh, think yeah. uh, you would think though the future of it would involve that for sure it's right? it's to me why wouldn't you produce a movie where you know you like could impact, awesome performance impact the mood of somebody right yeah, yeah. Watching, I, mean, I could see the application this the the, the application it's cool be, yeah it's cool. almost like you could cheat like you could you could design a song that causes maximum pleasure in the brain, and you've got yourself like a like a number one hit on the billboards. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, you guys I, are nodding your heads like you guys are already trying to do that. <laughs> well, we, like, no, we, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. We're don't, working with Justin don't Timberlake. They, don't yeah. they actually? Don't they actually do this in grocery stores? I've heard that they, the the tones and the types of music that they choose in there promotes you to want to shop and want to be in there. Have you heard that? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't doesn't work on me. It's, uh, <laughs> I just I just want to get out of there. I, I mean, I, I I seriously doubt it. I don't. This is very new science, and we were talking about um, uh, whenever I started in 2003, this wasn't um, – entrainment wasn't very accepted. Um, so I – but I believed in it, and mm-hmm. I had used it, and um, I was very interested in it, and I was a programmer, so might as well. And uh, But now um, it is very accepted. I mean you're seeing – the body of science – for it has blown up. I mean, you're seeing papers that are in uh, s- prestigious journals like Nature. Mm-hmm. Nature had a paper on, and you'll see, you're seeing um, uh, uh, dynamic attending theory, which is this. Uh, uh, it's kind of this offshoot, um, or it's uh, it it is based on entrainment, and that's a, there's a huge amount of supporting evidence for that now. So, the idea that sound can actually directly affect the brain is actually 
remarkably accepted now. It's very, very exciting. Um, but academia hasn't taken that to the level of, okay, can we change mental state? And simultaneously, um, back in 2003, it was not accepted. And this is crazy to me. And it was crazy to me then that you, if you change brain waves, you change mental state. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. And there were academics that were saying, oh, uh, brain waves are just a, um, a, a side effect of the brain. If you change, change brain waves, you're not necessarily changing mental state. And to kind of contextualize that, we are con- every single mental state that we have has an associated uh, brainwave pattern, right? So if you're in the zone working out, if you're completely relaxed and you're recovering, if you're taking a nap, if you're on a hike, if you're drunk, it doesn't matter if you're high, right? It's mm-hmm. like there is a, a brainwave pattern associated with that. So there is a very deep relationship that's quite clear that wasn't accepted for a long time, That what Adam was saying, but now there is an overwhelming body of science with leading publications, with amazing scientists, with purely great science being put out that is putting a foundation to say, hey, brainwave states and mental states are, you can, if you can alter your mental, if you can alter your brainwave state, theoretically you can alter your mental state, which is what the promise of what we're trying to do with innovating with brain science right now. So when I met him. Um, yeah, what's your, what is your guys' roles? How did you guys meet? Um, so, so we met about uh, three years ago at a meetup in Chicago. Uh, it was a quantified self meetup where he was presenting a paper that was um, published based a researcher used his software to publish a study on. And I kind of got to know him. And there's a lot of after kind of understanding jargon that was new to me, I kind of figured I was like, okay, this guy has invented the gold standard for auditory brain stimulation software for neuroscientists and research labs, which basically means if you want to think about it, it's kind of like a Photoshop-esque tool that he invented for neuroscientists where just like a creative would go in and produce a PSD file, an image, right, that's highly customized. A neuroscientist can go into his software and make an MP3 file that he, that he can then he, he or she can then use in, uh. an, in a research experiment. Mm. So I'm like, so this guy has been pioneering and, and innovating to understand the relationship between music and the brain. And he is helping these neuroscientists. So why isn't this not out for anybody for us to use? So that was when the thesis came about. Let's create an application that anybody can use that we would love to use first, right? Like, let's build something that we would love to use. And we started off with, like, what are the most primary use cases? So he had all kinds of use cases that you could do. So we we're like, the most important use cases, at least for us, for me, and for Adam, for our friends, was focus, was sleep, and was for relaxation, for meditation. So we started off with those those three primary use cases. Then we branched off to naps and, and then sort of general relaxation that you can use beyond meditation. And it's been interesting. We've, we've, we've got pilot studies out. We've applied to two U.S. government grants, uh, one with the National Science Foundation, the other one with the National Institutes of Mental Health. We've done it with amazing auditory neuroscientists. We've co-applied. So there's these government applications where you can apply as an innovative brain science company along with an academic institution. And the government is very bullish and very proactive on on this kind. It's called SBIR, Small Business Innovation Research, is what how the government classifies it. And we've applied for it with, um, uh, with Dr. Psyche Liu at Western University, and we've done some fMRI pilot data. We've also got in uh, Dr. Andrea Spencer from Harvard Medical School, who trained under the number one ADHD psych- psychiatry group in the country, and she all, she also has her bastards in music from Yale. So we, we we've got very some, cool. 
we've good got team. Some, we've got some interesting people that and and uh, uh, Doctor Ben. Oh, yeah, uh, and he, he was published Benjamin in Nature yeah. um, on uh, on this very subject, and that's how we kind of got acquainted with him. And uh, he's he's very important. Yeah. Now, so far, what is uh, what are you seeing with some of these studies, or what's the feedback that you're getting? Because this product is already you have these products already available. Yeah, you can you can go try it out on the web if you're on your, on your laptop or on your iPhone. We're coming out with the Android version soon, but but the promise is that you. You listen to it, and within a few, kind of like an espresso shot, right? Like you should be able to experience something because that—that is what we're we're trying to go for. And so, whenever whenever you even talk about brand films, like d- like ignore everything we're saying and go have your own experience. And if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. And if it works for you, great. Keep mm-hmm. using it. You know. So, what kind of feedback are you guys getting? Are you getting? Are people telling you, man, this this is pretty awesome stuff? Yeah, it's it's been because you guys are growing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Cra- mm-hmm. Yeah. Cra- crazy. Amounts. I mean, that that's um, the proof in the pudding to me. Whenever you yeah. see a product come out and it just starts to blow up. Yeah. And and it was, it was really interesting because, um, you know, we started off with this kind of tiny uh, experimental product, and we had you know two hundred uh, people on it that were just kind <laughs> of my my some of my customers that we just um, kind of onboarded, and um, of course my customers, my existing customers would love it. You know, um, but uh, what happened is we made a deal with this. Uh, this company and we did a promotion and um, we saw it was like 400 five star reviews. I mean, it it looked like we had faked the whole thing. It looked like my wife. Wow. I sent it to my dad and he was like, "Are these all your reviews, son?" That's like, thanks, dad. <laughs> That's great. Do you remember that was what people were when we first started Mind Pump? If you look, I think we're at what we dug eight nine hundred reviews or something like that. And uh, all but maybe four are, yeah. are five star. And I mean, like, you kind of want some four stars. You're you like, do, please, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> just have a slightly algorithm. mediocre experience. One of you. Yeah. So it was crazy um, to us that, uh, and and that was kind of the final. Like, I mean, you can have all this science, and you can work for you know over a decade, and you can really believe in yourself. But um, whenever you finally have this, just gigantic. Um, supportive kind of uh, um, event where everybody's feeling it and everybody's loving it, then suddenly you, you, you get very confident in yourself and, and, and very confident in the, in the product and you start, yeah, really and, going crazy. And there's a ton of anecdotal um, evidence from, from our customers, from our users, but we, are, we very much respect science and we, like, this is innovative stuff. This is, we don't say that, oh, this is the be all end all. That's why we're working with the best researchers. That's why we're applying to these grants. That's why we're going to use our own significant portions of our revenue to to, to have landmark studies come out because that's that's in our best that's in the best interest of everybody. Of course, well, uh, I I always like hearing from you uh, guys like you guys too that uh, chose to go the podcast route. What uh, what led you that? Because yeah, now you guys you guys are starting a podcast with the, our you know our good friend Kyle as the host. Yeah, it kind of came about with uh, a few serendipitous events. Kyle was uh, is a customer of ours, so he tweeted us out maybe like eight or nine months ago, and I I, I kind of I was monitoring the tweets back 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 in time, and I made a note. I was like, if I ever come to San Francisco, I need to, I need to talk to to Kyle, and I sat down with him within the first two hours. We hit topics, you know, covering from meditation to to plant medicines to. Um, all these kind of commonalities that we had that, you know, when, when you have certain commonalities that are so, you know, that kind of define who you are, you know, and it was just like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, 
it was kind of like before I met him, I was like, we you, you, we need to have a podcast, and we just sort of evolved from there. And we've got some very uh, amazing people, just 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 like yourself. These putting out great conversations is a fascinating way to learn and a fascinating way to teach at the same time. It's oh, a I, very I believe it's the future place to be. I believe it's the future of education. I really believe the podcasting TED Talk type of mentality is the future of learning. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I know in the last five years or so of my life, I, I think I've learned more on, on TED Talks and good podcasts and interviews and YouTube channels than I have ever in a textbook, you know? So I, and it, it's more engaging, and I think people can relate, and I, I think it's uh, so much easier to learn that way. So I really believe it's the future of, of learning it's for the, us. It's the modern equivalent of the uh, Gutenberg printing press, except uh, multiply it times... A trillion, and so we're just all much more connected. Uh, Isn't it fascinating that we're constantly evolving as human beings in terms of consuming our knowledge? Right. It's like if you would have yeah. told this to the people that were printing the Gutenberg, it's like, yeah, people are going to be bored with this stuff in a few hundred years, <laughs> and they're going to start putting little earpod things, and they're going to like listen to any any person on in the world. Well, it's uh, you know the, the the printing press. A lot of people don't realize uh, is probably one of the main catalysts that per that. Uh, started the the renaissance that really i mean it was a decentralizer of power is what it was before that you know you had uh, the holders of information were the church and the nobles no nobody could afford books because you had to write them by hand and so you had to be rich to have a book and so you didn't know how to read and if you want to learn something you went to your church and you said hey why is the sky blue or why is this work and then they are the ones that got to control information. Well, the earth's flat so yeah. yeah and so uh the you know technology is doing that times a, a gazillion now everybody's so connected, and of course you got growing pains, just like you did with the printing press. Um, uh, but it's the probably the most, uh, it's the biggest decentralizer of power mankind has ever seen. I like to bring up the uh, the example of um, Hollywood and uh, how they're such a powerful industry, right? They control mm-hmm. music and movies, and they're so powerful, but they can't stop free music and free movies being shared online. Like mm-hmm. they're so powerful, and they can't control. The spread of, of information. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that's why I think we're seeing such rapid growth well, and, you're and start- advancement and, and a lot of pain. We're seeing a lot of pain too. As a you're result. seeing those celebrities now. That I mean, now it's it's actually really common to hear like, a, I mean, a Justin Bieber, the kid started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for YouTube and him playing his guitar at whatever, five or seven years old, he wouldn't have been the star mm-hmm. he is today. So I mean, now uh, fame is different. It's defined differently, and now the people that uh, have a little more power and say and control, uh, it's it's well, not like it used to be. How your your product would have been almost impossible to promote without the internet, right? You'd have to like make oh, yeah. uh, CDs and tapes that people have to oh, go CDs and yeah. buy, <laughs> and if they never heard of them on the radio, which you know, try, imagine trying to get on the radio, and yeah. yeah. And, with with CDs, for example, we would it, it's 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 such a such a brilliant point because we're constantly improving on the back end. You know, we're constantly improving our algorithms, and like just like Pandora, right? Your it it, cut, it learns from you in a very basic way, thumbs up, thumbs down. That's not possible on CDs, right? That's <laughs> yeah. not possible. There's no feedback loop here that we can take that we can take advantage of for giving the best content for giving the best music out to people. Now we have a lot of listeners that are uh, entrepreneurs. We actually got a pretty sizable audience that uh, own mm. businesses. We talk about entrepreneurship all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the the three of us are are fitness is one of our passions, but entrepreneurship is uh, either a close second or might even be first. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the business? How did the business uh, grow? How fast is it growing? What's it looking like? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 
it's it's something that I've never seen before, which was it's fascinating and very very it it's, it blows my mind because Excellent. it's spreading just through word of mouth, right? And that's where I've never seen anything like that happen. So when Adam referred to this partnership that we did, we 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 basically uh in order, we, we were just looking for feedback for a couple thousand people. Like we thought, okay, if we could sell a couple thousand people and get more feedback than his 200 customers, right? We just needed need to have more data points. It ended up selling 10,000 accounts in in a week. Oh and, shit! And and wow. we and we got we got 300 k coming towards us. It was just like literally like like <laughs> yeah. it was it was it was, it was kind of it was kind of like a little bit like oh here's a freebie from the universe. Yeah. And then it was just like <laughs> and, and then another freebie and another freebie. Like we were on we we recently we, we, last week we launched our iOS app, and we really we were handicapping ourselves because 91 percent of music apps are on mobile, and mm-hmm. we were only on on the web. So Ron now really like we're we're beginning to see a lot more steam. Um, and we went to the front page of Hacker News. And it, Hacker News is kind of like a Reddit-like website. It oh, gets, wow. about, yeah. gets about 14 million people. It's basically upvoting, downloading for a more technical community. Um, and we've we've had these random events. And now we're uh, uh, inching up to about 300,000 people using us and, and almost 20% of them paying. Um, That's so awesome. That's it's, great, man. That's with, without a single ad. That's crazy. Yeah. God damn, that, I love that, that shit. Isn't that, awesome? isn't that awesome though? Yeah. I mean, that's so cool that we we have the ability to do that now. That's why I mean when people hate on America, I always talk shit. Like, come on, dude, where else can you do something like that? I that's, think that's so fascinating that we have the ability to to build a business like that and so fast. But it also speaks to what you guys are doing too. Yeah. It's the right time. People need this. Exactly. It's good information. It's it's I mean, this is the type of stuff that we, we need more of. It's also why we were really excited to have you guys on the show was I think more people need to hear stuff like this because this is the type of stuff that's going to take us into the next century, I feel like. Well, and it's not an overnight success either. You know, like all those years yeah. leading up with the research. That's a great <laughs> fucking point because it sounds overnight. It but sounds been- like that just happened from from the gods. But really, like, let's be honest, like you, you guys were onto something. You stuck with your idea. Yeah. You, you refined it. You polished it. You know, you did all the sweat labor. And now all of a sudden you reveal it and it's the right timing. Yeah. And yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It, it reminds I, me of business I tried to start when we were, uh, God, I was probably about 22 years old. And I think we were just too fucking ahead of everybody at the time. Mm-hmm. And we saw the important, and this was good from training all the clients. We knew that this, them sitting at their desk was just killing them posture wise. And I know it was a major contributor to all the aches and pains my clients were having. So we created this ergonomical chair that it was just, looked just like a normal you know office chair that would go up and down, but the shaft had a, a ball bearing in it, there and it had go. a 15 degree play in all directions, and then the seat was just slightly angled at like a 45 degree angle, so you got a little bit of the pelvic tilt, mm-hmm. and then it, it forced them in a more upright posture, and then the play with the the shaft actually forced them to activate their core while they sit at their desk. Why am I a little horny after that? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you you found a good opportunity to say shaft and pelvis a couple times there. I'm not sure <laughs> you noticed that, that too. I'm not sure that existed. That thing you just <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a bet before the show. Yeah, right. You need to use this in a sentence. How many ten dollars if you could say shaft? We do do that show. every once in a while. Yeah. Now, so I we were just so far ahead i remember and then of course it was right around the time when uh you know we were the economy was kind of crashing and we were going down at the real estate and uh we were trying to sell a chair that was you know five times more expensive than what these companies were providing for their employees and of course that wasn't going nowhere you know like there's 
oh, what, you mean to tell me you want me, instead of spending $50 on my employees' chairs, you want me to spend 350 Get the fuck out of my office. So. You know, I'm thinking right now about what you guys are talking about, and uh, music has been shown conclusively to influence uh, people's workouts. Conclusively. People love, like, you can't go into a gym. You ever go into a gym and it's silent? Fucking sucks. Uh, every gym you go into has got music. And when, of course, MP3 players got popular, everybody's got their headphones on, they're working out. In fact, you're seeing a lot more of these over-the-ear headphones being used in gyms because it really uh, it really improves your workout. It makes a big difference when you're exercising. I feel like there's a huge market for what you guys are doing for that. I mean, to show the focus, performance-enhancing benefits – um, while you exercise, I could see people taking that, using that shit all the time. I mean, the, for, for God's sakes, they sell some of the stupidest products that might show the smallest improvement in performance yeah. and people buy them up 100%. like crazy. You know, I could only imagine. Uh, yeah, we actually, fitness is, is huge for us. We were approached by Matt Lindland, the uh, uh, so, so, so Olympic silver medalist and coach of the Greco-Roman wrestling team. He used to fight MMA too, right? Yeah, he's one of my heroes, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I did not know who he was. Yeah, he was a monster back in the day. Yeah, yeah his ears are all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sal is full of worthless there. information. You'll figure this yeah, out. I know <laughs> random a lot of random shit. <laughs> but we, we ended up working with their team. The Salmanac. Uh, Pre-Olympics and during the Olympics and with recovery, right? That's, that's, that's another huge part of it with sleep. Like no one, it's sort of like everyone's all about go, go, go. Um, with sleep, we we really assisted them to get up all the sleep aids that they were using that were not so, that were not so kosher. Right. Like like just or it could have just been like melatonin. Um, but having the right performance with with uh, with just having sleep is, is, is where we're starting off with. We're really getting a lot of momentum there. Mm. And with focus, the other aspect of it is listening to it right before you go into a workout, right? Just kind of like like coffee. So if you listen to the focus session, it's not just when you're zoning on, on your laptop to, to knock some shit out. It's more also for just before the workout and during the workout. Holy shit, a pre and post workout. I know. Dude, I'm like is. right now my wheels, Listen, are, me, my me, wheels are spinning with what we're, about to, to what we're about to release you're, right you're, now. You're talking, you're talking to three, uh, you know, uh, when, you, when you call, you're going to talk about how to package something and promote, and promote it. Uh, yeah. That's what we do really well. And you, what you just said explains is a pre and post workout, which is a huge market in fitness, uh, except they don't have to take uh, some kind of a shitty supplement, you know, that's going to hurt them. But let me let me ask you this. When using these, so if I were, you brought up melatonin. If I took melatonin before I went to bed, um, there are some studies that show using a very low dose might enhance my sleep or whatever. But over time, actually in a relatively short period of time, my body builds up uh, a tolerance to it and may in fact reduce its own production. Yeah, I've, of, I've heard that as well. Of, of, of melatonin. Now, with your uh, product, with what you're doing, um, for me, it feels like uh, it would it would probably work better over time, not worse. Are you noticing any adaptive effects, or is the brain does it become easier to to get these type of you know waves that you're looking for? These these you know like if someone listens to it for 15 times, now they get in that state a lot easier than the next time they listen to or it. Or the opposite, right? Yeah, like what are you seeing with that? Uh, that's a yeah, that's a super good question. Um, the sleep is uh, it's a, it. I'm very very proud of it and. Uh, it took me a long time to uh, invent this. And so I, I was a um, very severe uh, insomniac. I had to, like Ambien wouldn't put me out. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking crazy, crazy drugs that I needed to take. And even while I was um, 
making this software that helped me relax and helped me focus, I still couldn't conquer sleep. Um, so I finally, I finally did um, a couple years ago. And um, what, 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 it does two things. It helps you with sleep onset, which is what most people have as far as insomnia, so they can't get to sleep. Maybe your mind is um, just it keeps running. You know, you're, t- you're thinking about worries. You can't, you know, and that's what most people have when you talk about insomnia. Um, and this has a, a kind of a 3D effect, and it's really cool. You, uh, you'll, you'll hear sounds going all the way around your head, and it'll, it's very, very relaxing. It's gently engaging, so you just kind of... Um, all, all your thoughts kind of go away. I mean, you, you, it's very. It's, God damn, it's I want to do this right now. That's dissociating. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, and and it's and it's pleasurable. <laughs> actually, it is. It is very pleasurable. You feel kind of kind of high. Uh, you know, I mean, wow. It, um, so it's like it, somebody else is doing the work for you to think. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it 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 takes your mind off of it. And so whenever I found this effect, I was I, I immediately went off all my meds, which was incredible to me. Nothing had ever worked. You're like kidding this. me. Yeah. So yeah. no longer had to take anything to help I you sleep. Haven't and... t- taken anything since. Wow. Yeah. So what, now, how does that work? Do you? How long do you have to listen to it before sleep? You know, what's the protocol look like? Yeah. Did point? you have to wing yourself off the ambience and things no, like that? No, Were you no. able to? It uh, it it works immediately, and it, wow. it, it it does this with. I mean, it, because it's taking your mind off. I mean, that was that was <laughs> that was my problem. Is that my mind would not shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the same problem. That's why I'm very intrigued right now. His uh, mind is like his mouth. <laughs> pretty much. Won't shut up. Yeah. And uh, so what... <laughs> Brilliant, though. attest to that. Same time. <laughs> but the, the other cool thing that it, it ended up doing, which is even more extraordinary, is uh, it ended up increasing what are called um, a slow wave activity in the brain. Um, and uh, slow waves are... Uh, it's, it, they're produced in the deepest um, part of sleep. And... This is whenever uh, memories are being uh, formed. They're being uh, taken from short-term memories to long-term. They're being consolidated. That's what you usually call it. And uh, you're recovering. If, if you had a workout, it's healing. Your body's healing itself. And it's only during this slow wave period that these things are happening. A lot of people think that memories are consolidated in REM, and that's true, but only emotional memories. So the declarative memory, like as in um, I did this then, I learned this, I have a trivia fact, that's all in slow wave sleep. And we increased it 20 to 30%. Now to Holy put, shit. To put that shit. in perspective, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, to put that in perspective, if you were to not sleep tonight at all, um, it, pull an all-nighter, and then the next night, whenever you go to sleep, your brain will only produce 10% more to compensate. So wow. we it, – it's so a, very, a big boost. North, yeah, yeah the um, Northwestern scientist we were working with didn't – he didn't even believe it. He, he, we were doing a sleep study, and uh, he thought I, – I, I surely had somehow faked you this. I mean, how, how I would fake eight hours of EEG recording, I do not know. But, <laughs> but then he did it, and we had other people do it, and I did it again. And um, we kept getting the same result with everybody. Now, is you, are you listening while you're sleeping, or is this yeah. before? Okay, so mm-hmm. you put it on. You, uh, so you put it on. How 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 long before you go to bed would you put your headphones on? Um, it, it seems to vary um, from person to person. We usually recommend that people 
don't change their uh, sleep uh, schedule at all because I, I don't want people to say, oh, oh, I have Brain FM now. I used to go to bed at 12. Now I'm going to try to go to bed at 7 p.m. And it's like, I'm sorry, we can't do anything for you. <laughs> it's not that powerful. Mm-hmm. So don't change your sleep schedule. I tell people to put it on whenever they – want to fall asleep. It's more about quality of sleep than it is when you're sleep tying or how long, right? That's, that's what, that's another thing. Yeah. That, that, um, it, it, you can kind of change, uh, it made me change my mentality a bit about sleep because, um, even if you just take a nap with this, I mean, we showed that it increases your, it increases slow wave sleep. It increases your time. It increases the, um, quality of, everything about sleep so you know going to sleep is easier whenever i can i can think okay it doesn't really matter if i um think i'm sleeping or if i uh if i get you know uh, six hours versus four hours i'm still gonna feel better this is a good thing and then and then ironically you go you go straight to sleep whenever Mm. you have that mentality wow so when you use this, I'm going to ask you guys. I know you guys said you guys are doing some studies right now, and I can't wait till the the results come out of that. But anecdotally speaking, what are people saying when they're using that? That are they remembering more as a result of those increased slow wave? I would think they would see like better energy and production. Yeah, yeah what, are, what, are people, recovery. what are people noticing? Yeah, what's the feedback? Well, they're off their they're off their medication. I mean, it's the first thing that which is uh, fucking yeah, and, huge. And, that right there in itself, is dude. That gigantic. is such a big fucking yeah. market. <laughs> yeah, and, gigantic. And yeah. and, I, and I do want to preface it is if you're on medication, always consult your doctor before trying out yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. Very smart. All, yeah. All, like always consult your doctor because people have all people come from different walks of life, and we don't know every single aspect. And the second thing I want to say too is that we're an innovative brain science company, right? We're combining music with auditory neuroscience. So this is innovation here. This is new stuff. So we are, we've released pilot data. Pilot data is not the same as peer-reviewed published data. It's a very, very separate thing. Pilot data is what we would use to, to fuel a, a peer-reviewed published study. Right. You start right? with that. Exactly. So if you go to brainfm slash science, you will see our pilot data. We have no peer-reviewed published studies yet on our, on brainfm. But mm-hmm. we have applied to two U.S. government grants, and we are, we are we, we're, we're very much going very likely going to work with Dr. Uh, Marleone or Dr. Mm-hmm. Saikalu at Western University. Um, that's just an important preface because for us, like we would, our, our our sort of you know default is to be transparent of about course. this. And, you, you've uh, just demonstrated an incredible amount of integrity. I'm glad you, you said yeah, that, but for sure. But the, for from speaking from you guys, because people want to hear what you what you feel. You know what. What do you guys experience when you do this? What does it feel like when you use this the next day? And you can tell this is your own anecdote, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's Brand FM is my is completely changed my life in terms of sleep. I traditionally I've actually never had issues with sleep, but I travel a lot mm-hmm. and in plane rides for naps. Anytime my sleep schedule is out of whack, to to have that comfort and that sort of this tool that I can rely upon. Right, I know that I'll be fine with my sleep. I don't have to worry about my sleep. For me, that was my advantage. And obviously, for insomniacs like Adam, it was it's it's more it's more meaningful, right? Uh, like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, um, you talked about adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's uh, it's it's interesting because um, after four weeks of using this myself, I know I no longer need it. I can I can put it on. Whenever I want to have a very effective sleep, whenever I mm. feel like I have a sleep debt and I want to get rid of it, 
but I have the soldier's talent now. I can sleep anywhere at any time. And then wow. this is coming from I, I, I sleep through airplane rides now. I mean, it's like I'm being transported. It's incredible. I mean, and, and he used to do that and it would annoy me on road trips. It'd be a nine hour <laughs> trip and he'd just be like, I feel great. And I'm, well, thanks. So like, <laughs> I just drove nine hours. And you're wondering why I'm, I'm not in a great mood. And he's like, woo. Then, <laughs> so I can, I can do that now. Um, Train the brain. And uh, what's interesting is that um, sleep is a, unique, is a uniquely I- ideal place for an audio intervention. Because mm. what's happening whenever you're asleep, even in the deepest part of sleep, your brain is using the ears to monitor the environment, you know, for tigers and and uh, uh, other tribes oh, uh, attacks point. so it's actually it's your your brain is really paying a lot of attention to the audio environment and uh, whenever you have um auditory sounds that are or are low it's it seems like a 3d location is kind of being um a, is going around you like a a, a, a music or what I call like balls of sound. I mean, you'll, you'll hear it whenever you, you use it. But basically, there's, it seems like there's movement going on at all times. And so your brain kind of gets used to that. It, it's not monitoring completely because really there's no reason for us in the modern day to be constantly monitoring our environment, constantly waking up every time there's a horn or a siren or every time somebody moves a little bit in, in, in their sleep. Yeah, modern society is a trillion times safer. Yeah. While we sleep than it was you know, and, a thousand and, years ago. And keep in mind that every time that slow wave sleep is very, very difficult to get into. Okay, You have to go through stage one and two to get to slow wave sleep. Um, so if you're suddenly, you know, jolted out of sleep, which most most people are, like, like my girlfriend, for example, um, if I just even move a little bit, you know, she'll like, Duh, you know. And I'm trying to get her to use Brain FM. <laughs> she does. Yeah, we're trying to find headphones that she likes. And, mm. But um, for sleeping, that's that's the one thing because yeah. there's no ideal headphone for sleep at the moment. So we recommend certain ones that we that we love using, like certain Skull Candy ones, and there's the ones where you can put it over your eyes. Mm. So certain people, you know, they they get hot flashes at night, you know, so they begin to sweat through the cotton. So. Yeah. We've we we're constantly updating our recommendation lists. Do you me. recommend over the ear headphones over earbuds? I'm assuming. Well, we we wouldn't recommend earbuds at all, um, because they're they're going to fall out. Mm, okay. Um, and sure. yeah, so you kind of have to get uh, special uh, sleep phones, is what they're called, and they're it's usually going to be like a sleep mask and little wafer thin speakers mm. in it, and uh, th- those will kind of stay in place. All night. And yeah, you do have to make I mean, it's like a $20 investment. You know? Yeah. And, and that's a good point because for for sleep, um, you need to use ideally something that is within your ears because there's a 3D component going on. So mm-hmm. within for for slow wave sleep, what he described, there's a lot of literature that pointed us towards that if you're rocking in a hammock or a cradle that that stimulates slow wave sleep activity. Mm. So what we've done is basically, for example, with the rain sounds that he, he just mentioned, that the rain, all, all every single drop is synchronized, that it's kind of moving like... So it's simulating that. Exactly, kind of like a cradle or a hammock. So that it's, so it's really because, important. Because so, the ears have to do with balance there. 
Wow. So, so li- li- listening yeah. it to over speakers, like you know, you, you you're losing a lot of a lot of the effects, and that's we get a lot of people saying like, "Oh, this is great," but it kind of serves the white noise. Like, really, to get the full effects is to really have something re- that's really great for your uh, for your ear for your ears for sleep for for focus for any of the other ones you can use any one mm-hmm. um, that's fine. But for sleep, because there's movement in your bed. Um, you, yeah. and, you, and, and you can find the one that we recommend on BrainFM slash FAQ. And you won't get the 3D effects unless you use um, headphones. Um, and we're not, we're not actually using panning. It's kind of cool because if you think about what happens whenever, he's, uh, or whenever somebody's talking to me from a side, the volume doesn't change um, from ear to ear. What happens is it hits one ear first. And then it hits the other. Oh, okay. So it's a very, very slight difference. And what we've done is we've figured out what happens all around you. Um, so and we it, have it a sound. Simulates that. That, it simulates, yeah, the, the changing phase of music going all around you. And this appears to train your brain to not really care so much what's going on around you. So then you can develop what I got, which is the soldier's talent. I can sleep anywhere. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Wow. It's insane. Now you talked about slow wave, uh, uh, you know, when slow wave sleep. Uh, is it true, if I'm not mistaken, me- most medications do a poor job of getting us in? No, no pill will do this. Um, I mean, it's... it's, 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 it's this like it'll help you fall asleep, but then you, know, you don't get extra slow wave. It, and, and some of them actually inhibit it. Wow. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to sound arrogant, but I, you know, not only are we a solution, but I truly believe that we are the best and only solution to this right now there's there's i haven't seen anything else out there that does like everything well, the pills are all Pending crutches right pills are crutches <laughs> like i just want to preface that you know at, you know adam's the inventor hey, and he's hyped man yeah I've, no but yeah. no i, I mean it, it, I, yeah I, we need to we need to prep. I'm, I'm usually the one who's pretty safe about this. I, I, but, yeah, it's totally uh, worth I yeah. picture those raindrops, and it's just like rocking Justin to sleep, and then yeah. it makes him go to old habits. He starts sucking his thumb, right? Probably. But I wonder if it would do that. Like it, 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 takes you, it takes you back to that feeling. I wonder if it would just you would naturally stick your thumb in your mouth. Damn, I feel like this is <laughs> probably this is I pee my pants. <laughs> this is fa- this is revolutionary science. Uh, it, it's almost like you could go almost anywhere. I mean, you could analyze brain waves. Like you could have, hey, hey, honey, why don't you listen to this music real quick? She's horny. You know what, what I mean? You can like figure all that out. Holy shit. Brain hackings to yeah, right. Yeah, we you need to partner with these guys. I feel like we definitely need to make uh headphones though. So just asking you these questions right now, I feel like there's an already a need for this that nobody seems to really have a really cool, good pair of headphones that, that pairs with this. So if if you do that, then yeah, well, I would I would love that with your ergonomic you'll you'll find a way to integrate shafts and <laughs> pistons and other, don't even other trip i got you it. we'll sell it i'm not even worried about that shit we'll sell it we just got to make it that's a but i i feel like there i i have never seen a pair like uh the way you do that but i'm sure ben greenfield's got them yeah he's, he's got, got all the he's got all the, nerdy, got all the fun, toy, nerdy toys all like the fun that. toys where do people find your product how do they get access to these these songs and the sounds so you can go to brain fm brain.fm www.brain.fm or you can search it on the app store if you have an iphone or an ipad a brain.fm mm-hmm. we're coming out on the android version we're sprinting on it and it will be live by the end of the year or early next year so wow. take, take me through the quick process real quick if i'm if we're going to start this like uh is it a subscription base so once i get the app is it like a monthly thing or is it a one-time purchase do yeah. i need to buy headphones special for that or you know go through all your take me through if you're selling this to me right now so you can come on to Brain FM. Yep. We we give you ten free sessions. Okay. And after that, if you if you feel like it's been worth it, you can get unlimited sessions. 
you can get access to the full library and also personalization of the content. And that is for seven bucks a month, 50, 50 for the year. That's, cool. that's what it is right now. And for no special headphones required, if you're listening to it for focus, meditation, relaxation, for sleep, people are particular about it. So we say go to our FAQ page to see what we recommend best. Okay. Like for me, I am super flexible. I, I'm fine with any pair of earphones as long as they don't fall out. Because I know that you know the effects for the 3D to really come into place is important to have that there. Wow. Okay. So uh, easy. It's really easy, and you give ten free sessions. Yeah. So that's I, that's the model that we that, that we're trying right now. And and so for ours is like we have to deliver an experience where people are like, okay, like an espresso shot. Like mm-hmm. you know, I know it's working. Like like just like Kyle, uh, just like Wim Hof says, like feeling is believing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, it's true. No, it's true. That's confidence too in your product. That's what's great. I love that. I love this. This is very cutting edge. I can see this getting becoming uh, very, very large um, within the fitness and performance uh, aspect of the fitness industry. Uh, I can see this becoming one of those next big things. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to try it. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. But you've got me completely. Oh, we all are today. Hundred percent. You've got me that. completely sold and fascinated. And um, I will. We will give our honest one hundred percent opinion on our show um but based on what you guys are saying and what kyle said so far um i don't think i'm not gonna like it yeah really sure. excited so yeah. try, it, try it while working out as well um because we, we didn't do that with um the olympic team because they were on the mats um and oh, they right. were talking to each other so we did we st- we said okay use it beforehand as kind of a pre-workout which you can still do but you were talking about um uh you know muscle tension and things mm-hmm. uh, um I would recommend in some cases because we had they had some anxious players. Um, you know, you can also use kind of a relaxation session, like fifteen minutes, ten minutes, right before you go into God, uh, be a workout. Great. Because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, uh, tense muscles are still less efficient than relaxed muscles. That is that the is that the dogma still? Yeah, if your if your muscles are in a constant state of what they call tonus, you know, um, they fatigue very very quickly. Um, it's, you can only stay, you know, ready and tense for a short period of time. If it gets, if it stays like that all the time, you start to fatigue and you'll see this a lot with, um, athletes, fighters, for example, they'll be so amped up by the time they get to the ring, they're exhausted. You know, they've, they've gassed out uh, because they've been so so tense. So There's definitely a happy medium. Yeah, getting that central nervous system to fire when it needs to and to not, you know, when it shouldn't, uh, is, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a wonderful st- place to be. Yeah. That's ideal. But, um, yeah, um, one thing before we wrapped up I wanted to touch on was music's existing relationship to the brain and humanity. That's a complete mystery for us. Um, for everything that we should have evolutionally speaking that there should be an advantage for but even darwin commented uh in uh in the origin of species was this music is this one thing that completely puzzled him because it's for enjoyment right and it's for people make it for uh for 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 expression Mm -hmm. so why does music exist and it's and it's it the way it's with language, too. MIT did a mic drop, a science mic drop in uh, November of last year, where they basically, there was a lot of different consensus of whether even music did anything to the brain or not, but they went as far as to say that not only that there's a, there's dedicated parts of the brain that are processing music, the whole brain lights up, right? And it, there's two schools of thought at the moment, is that either language, there's actually three. 
So either language came first, either music came first, or either they evolved together. And you can go as far as to say that either language evolved from music or music evolved from language. So that it's so 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 from chew on that for a little bit. So, so, so music can be, you know, like you said, this sort of pre-language communication tool. Well, I, uh, we talked about this, not in this episode, but another episode we, reco- uh, we recorded earlier that um, we know for a fact if you learn something to a tune, you are far more likely mm-hmm. to remember it. And this is why when you're a kid- lasting power that way. This is why when you're a kid, you learn your ABCs to a song mm-hmm. and why in, in a classroom, so true. they'll teach you, if you learn something to the beat of it, look, I, I, I tell you what, mm-hmm. I could play a song that you listened to when you were 13 years old that you haven't heard since then, and as soon as it starts, you'll remember all the lyrics. If I had given you the lyrics without any music when you're 13 years yeah. old, you would forget them today. So there's definitely an evolutionary advantage uh, to music and uh, I mean before we were able to write and record uh, that's the, probably how we ended up passing along information was through song and when we go and we find we, we when we go research uh, you know hunter-gatherer societies that exist even today um, this is how they pass on stories um, mm-hmm. is through music and song and then you remember things so music is a very important part of human evolution um, there's a reason why we love it um, and the re- there's a reason why we dri- we're driven to seek it out. Um, and almost anything that we're driven to seek out um, has got some kind of a evolutionary advantage or benefit it, to it. Music's yeah, one of those things. You're, yeah, you're very right. I mean, it, it, it has to have an evolutionary advantage because it's found in every culture. Um, and there are precious few things that, right. that can be said. You know, it's like smiling whenever you're happy, crying when you're sad. These are things that are found in every culture, regardless of how isolated they've been. Um, but music is found everywhere and what's weird is that we are the only species that has this um we're the only species that has this level of rhythm or any uh, arguably any rhythm i mean we we have such a complex you're talking about white people right now <laughs> <laughs> i know right it's like my my, my dad is, my dad thinks he doesn't have any rhythm dance. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we we all have rhythm um and uh well we all know what music sounds like when we hear it yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everybody can uh, march to rhythm. I mean, if if it was just you know, if white people couldn't march, then we wouldn't have had some you know crazy wars. And oh, that's shit. A, I mean, you know, yeah. um, and uh, you know, the the uh, I think people might have heard of like staying alive being used uh, with um, oh, what like a CPR uh, or. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, um, the beat. Whenever, yeah, the, the beat. Whenever well, you, you yeah. can't tell about the yeah. beat. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you something um, for that uh, you guys might find interesting is that um, if you work out to a beat or you say say you're hiking or backpacking and you you use that you you every step is a beat you you will never tire if you don't tire within the first thirty seconds you can do that all day. Mm. Try it out, and you'll you'll believe me. And th- and this is that's another okay. So there, it's a big mystery. Why are we so good at music? And that's keep funny, in mind, yeah. we are really good at it. Computers cannot Why does match it coincide with math. What so we much, are, yeah. yeah, and and it's an incredible amount of math that it's doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's we do really it really fast, and we do it yeah. effortlessly. And by the way, we can do it at birth. We can do this at birth. This is an instinct. Mm-hmm. This it's, is one of the one of the craziest and. 
um, one of the very few instincts that we have. In fact, the one of the tests that, you know, because we're always trying to, especially today, we're trying to identify like when true self-conscious artificial intelligence comes, you know, comes about, what are some of the tests that we're going to be able to, you know, give it to, sh- to show that it's conscious? One of them is, will it be able to compose music? I've heard many scientists say that, like mm. when yeah. self, when real, when when real artificial intelligence can compose art and music and do all these things that we really don't know to put words to, um, then we'll then then that's one of the things that we'll know. Oh wow, we've gotten to that. To I, that I, I think he didn't. I didn't think I think he really knew what music was. Um, mu- music is actually very structured. Um, it's very predictable. Um, but and that, that, that's not, that's not to say that it's that's not to demean it sure. at all. Uh, um, Spoken like a scientist. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah. this, I mean, you you have things like the circle of fifths. I mean, you have you've probably seen there's a YouTube video where this guy um, basically proves that every song ever written is derived yes. from Packable's canon. I mean, th- there yes. are predictable I things that. that you can do. Um, I mean, it, whether they'll have Noah's good boy good, use good, that. good music, that's a that's a whole different thing. Will it be able to compose original good music or innovative music and use innovative instruments? I think that's more of a – that would be kind of a better test. But, you know, it would be a really good test of um, just computing ability would be the ability to even a, even a small fraction of our ability to perceive music. So, for, for example, you could uh, give oh, good uh, point. A, a, a symphony to let, let a let a computer hear a symphony and just say let us know whenever the timpani's playing let let us know whenever you hear a lead violin doing something it's like good luck yeah, mm, yeah. you know the these it's it's the amount of power because because we think about uh, we we our, our brain processes it much differently than a computer does not and, and I have to deal with how, how does a computer look at sound every day and dealing with things like okay what what do we find complex what do we find annoying um the brain hears and processes music on a completely different level and you have to deal with it um and until until they find a way to do that it's that that would be good my luck, test. Right? yeah good, good luck, good luck. <laughs> i i i think um I mean, i've said before um that if i if i was if uh, terminators took over the earth right now and we were going to have a captcha you know what I mean by CAPTCHA? Like, you're going to prove that you're not a robot? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. At, at the front gate. You remember the Terminator movies? Yeah. You had dogs. That, yeah. Screw that. Just, just <laughs> be like, here's a, here's a symphony. Or, uh, <laughs> tell you us know, when the violin kicks or, or, or here's, here's some music. Tell if, it's, tell if it's good. Oh, it's Kanye West? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Terminator trying to get in here again. <laughs> All the Terminators listen to Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Those bastards. Yeah. Excellent, keep, guys. Trying to kill us. Good time, guys. Thanks for yeah. coming on. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll Thanks definitely. Fascinating. I cannot fucking wait to yeah. try this out. I'm doing it today. Excellent. We'll definitely do this again for sure. Yeah, thanks. Hey, listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you'll win a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam is at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin's at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at MindPumpMedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. 
Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.